Hello and welcome to the Magical Midlife Podcast, where you get a refreshing, uplifting and optimistic perspective on life in your 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Lindsay DeSwart, and I'm delighted that you've joined us here today. So let's jump right in. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Magical Midlife, or today I might call it the Lindsay Show, because my guest is also called Lindsay, which I love. So welcome to the show today. I'm so pleased that you've come back to join us. Today I am with a very special guest, Lindsay Rodriguez, and Lindsay is, it's so so funny saying Lindsay and Lindsay, um, Lindsay is a midlife lady in the mountains, and we have got plenty in common, and I cannot wait for her to share her story with you because I've been <laughs> thoroughly inspired by everything that I've seen, and I love it. So welcome, Lindsay. Thank you very much, Lindsay, for having me. I'm very honoured to be on your podcast. You don't often get asked to be interviewed on podcasts these days, but I think it just it's just whole a really big part of the journey, isn't it, with midlife, is that new opportunities open up. You decide to go down different avenues. So being interviewed is lovely and it's, um, yeah, a lovely thing to be asked to do. Thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Well, I am looking forward to being inspired by your journey because everybody's journey has just gems of wisdom in it and I love it. Okay, so I'll probably just first off tell you how I ended up in the mountains because as you can tell from the accents um, from Yorkshire. Yes, so, you weren't born and bred in the mountains. I wasn't, no, exactly. I wasn't born and bred in the French Alps. So. I I studied languages at university so I was someone that from a young age always wanted to travel you know like travel was just magical to me I wanted to get out and about you know get across those borders so mum and dad were like learn the languages love learn the languages you've got to do that to get out and about so I did French and German marketing worked in Germany for quite a few years I actually thought I'd settle down there Uh, but and it's a big but I always wanted to work in travel. So I ended up working for a tour operator, Thompson Holidays, mm-hmm. and ended up traveling around quite a lot. So I was in Spain, in Greece, um, yeah, all over the place. And then they asked me to come to France to ski. And I had and I didn't want to come. I said, no, I had this horrendous experience when I was in France on my year off. You know, you get those year off when you're doing your degree. Yeah. And I'd had this absolutely god awful ski experience. And I just said, that sport stinks. Like, <laughs> no way are you getting me on skis. Because this family that had taken me skiing for the weekend had shoved me in their boots, their skis, and put me on a bloody drag lift. So if anyone knows <laughs> anything about skiing and you know how much you need to learn before you even attempt to get on a drag lift. So I fell off it. I fell over. There was no instruction. It was just awful. So when they said, you know, Lindsay, I want you to go and manage the Northern Alps, be based in Morzine and, and manage that for, for Thompson, I just went, absolutely no way. I, right. I want to go back to Tenerife. I was like, no, 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 you can't go back to Tenerife. I'm like, I like Tenerife. It's sunny and hot. Yes, I need seriously. Sun and sunshine. So I ended up here. And at the time, we had Thompson just put something in the brochure that we could, the, our reps could guide customers around the mountain. And right. then the ski school here said, absolutely no way. Right. We've had enough of this for years. We are stopping it. So because Thompson had put it in the brochure, we had to employ ski instructors to do oh. all this free ski guiding. Yeah. And because my rep hated it, my rep wanted to ski guide, so we never promoted it. So we got 
So one day he phoned me up and he went, Lindsay, there's a ski instructor here and there's no customers have turned up. Do you want to go? And I said, I'll just tell him to hang on five minutes and I'll put my stuff on. And I might as well, you know, if I'm, I'm here now, you know, I might as well try this ski thing again. And uh, it was Terry, my husband. No way. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. So that's how um, I met Terry. You know, he was very, he'd just been on a trip to Australia. So he was charming me with all his English. And then I went off to work in, um, where did I go after that? Oh, Corfu. He kept following me. And then I went to Andorra because I had to manage the entire resort uh, of Andorra plus Spain. Followed me there. And then I went traveling around the world for 18 months and he kept following me there. So I just said, oh, well, I might as well come back to Morzine and see how this holiday romance will actually work out. So, yeah, 21 years later and I'm, I'm still up this mountain. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, cool. so that's the, a lot of people don't know how I ended up here and they get really confused and sort of think, oh, but you're English, but you live in France. Is that just a seasonal thing? Do you come yeah. back? And I'm like, no, no, no. And, and luckily, when I met Siri, he had a chalet. So I chose the right instructor, Lindsay. Yeah, you, know? you did. Absolutely. <laughs> so so we ended up running a, a chalet. So we run a chalet business, chalemorzine.com. That's who, you know, what we do. Um, we've done, been running it now for 20 years so that's sort of like our our baby as it were yeah and then the midlife stuff is something that you know you can't put a break on it can you <laughs> it happens well no it does happen absolutely so tell us a bit about your journey because you had a bit of a journey with the whole thing didn't you because I read about it just briefly the other day but I'm sure you're going to tell it in a much more animated way well, I think the journey for me um, starts off with a little bit of sadness in that I had a stillborn baby boy. So I had my first daughter, Chloe, and then fell pregnant with Tristan and lost him at birth. Oh, so that um, was an incredible journey to go through in yeah. you know my mid-30s. Um, you never recover. Lindsay you know you never recover from that you I think what you do with with that type of grief is that you just just becomes part of you and as time you know time is a great healer and that comes on it you just learn to accept it Mm. I think around this topic is something that I need to cover a lot more because I'm in groups now for stillborn, you know, mums and mums are joining these groups every single day yeah and they're completely lost because there's no help yeah you know, there's help for people that lose children that, you know, younger children, but for mums that have lost stillborn babies, miscarriages, like, you know, late miscarriages or lost children to SIDS, there isn't a lot of help out there whatsoever. And that's something that is part of my business why to start something to help these mums, because I was completely and utterly lost. I didn't know what to do. And family can only help so much. But the grief is, you know, is real. So I then had very fortunately had my second daughter, Leia. And there is a link now, and, and more that I look in, the more I look into all this between stillbirth, miscarriage, and early menopause. Now it might not be the oh. case for everybody, but there are there are links that are showing. So whether this is something, you know, I would imagine there's not a lot of research money out there to do that type mm. of research. There, there are articles out there that are suggesting that that could be a reason and something that brings on early menopause. So, like I said, I was running the chalet, 
we lived underneath it at the time and we're now back underneath it because we've sold our house. That was a decision that we made during COVID. We're back in, got another project on the go. So we're back in here. And when I was running a catered chalet, if you can imagine, um, I'm a very uh, sociable person. So I was with my customers all the time, eating, drinking, taking them out skiing, trying to manage two kids, being, you know, the accountant, the marketing person, the the chef, the meal planner, the, you know, cook and bottle washer, everything. Everything. Incredibly stressful. Uh, incredibly tiring Mm. and I'm a bit of a perfectionist I always wanted things to be top you know at the time when I was in my peak with the chalet we won you know trip advisor awards the top seven b&b in France you know I was oh five always my reviews had to be five star that's just how I am I'm a bit of a perfectionist with it all but it was very stressful Mm. so when I started getting um, more anxiety more stress, night sweats. Yeah. I went to the doctor, so early 40s, and I just said, you know, this is really bizarre. And I, I've heard that hot flashes come with menopause. Yeah. but And I am getting absolutely drenched at night. Yeah. My anxiety was terrible. Waking up in the middle of the night, bloody insomnia. But then I did have a lot on my mind. Yeah. You know, when you're running your own business, you, you're your own entrepreneur. You've got no one to take it off your shoulders yeah I'd say You've got no structure you know, to support you no there isn't there isn't you know you don't clock off at five and then you you know take a week's holiday do you it's constantly there so I'd say yeah. that's probably the only downfall I would say about entrepreneurship is managing that aspect yeah. of it so all of these symptoms not so much the weight gain initially but the sweats and what was really stressful and, and that's why I mentioned about losing Tristan was because I kept missing the period So Mm -hmm. for me, having made that decision, a really tough decision, because I did feel that someone was missing. Yeah. But I come from a family of two and my husband comes from a family of two. So I wasn't used to having, you know, a three, the family of three wasn't really, we do tend to follow those patterns, don't we? Yeah. And we hadn't planned. And I said, you know, I got through Leia's pregnancy. I was very ill through all of my pregnancies. Um, Morning sickness right till the end. Uh, really I was hospitalized with Leia because I just couldn't keep things down so I had to be put on a drip so right you know some people's experience of pregnancy are lovely and blooming and running through cornfields and flowers <laughs> and all's just oh nice you know with all the long blonde hair flowing in the breeze um that was my you know I was down the, with my head down the toilet for I was gonna say it. so it wasn't so, like that for you then <laughs> not at all not at all so that was really quite stressful yeah. because having made the decision not to have any more children because I decided not, I couldn't cope with the stress. Yeah. Missing periods was really, really stress was stressful. And, you know, I do know about the birds and the bees and I had put a coil and I went to the pharmacy and my friend worked there and she's saying, are you, you know, about the fourth time you're going down there for a pregnancy test? She's like, are you sure you don't know to see the gynecologist? I said, you know, I know what I'm doing, you know, yeah. and it must be an immaculate conception this month because I've hardly been anywhere near him. So, you know, I'm yeah. too sweaty. I'm stressed. to so like exactly. pushing away as we all do when we're going through this perimenopausal situation. So it was really tough. And it was only recently, Lindsay, that I realized that I'd gone through it really early. 
Wow. I'm 50, I'm 51. And I'd say literally, I only matched up the dots a couple of years ago. Yeah, Honestly. I mean, it's the same for me. I, I, I didn't go through it really early, but I didn't realise what was going on. And I'd never mm. even heard of perimenopause. Yeah, no, I, I didn't have, have a clue. Um, yeah, until probably last year or so, two years. Yeah, yeah. And so what happened was, you know, I went to the doctors and I said, look, I'm having all these, these sweats, this insomnia. Um, I just don't feel right. I'm really, really on edge. And he just went, oh, you're, this is, I think it was 41 or 42. I can't remember now. Oh, you're far too young to have menopause. That happens in your late 50s. Nothing, yeah. No, no, you're, you're just stressed. And sent me away. So that was the sum of help that I got in France wow. for, from a male doctor. Yeah. Who just said, no, it's, it's all, in, you know, basically, it's all in your head. You're far too young. Just go and we'll deal with it. It's stress. Oh, my goodness. So, so that was really hard. So looking back, I'm quite angry. Understandably. I'm not, I'm not angry as in I don't want to carry anger, but I, um, I, I think it's a really, it was a really miserable, miserable time. Yeah. My marriage was challenged because I wasn't happy and yeah. stressed. And, yeah. you know, you're looking after small children nowhere near are you expecting to have those symptoms so I just thought that the night sweats was something to do with um the stress that just caused some you know well yeah it was the stress yeah honestly everything I did I put down to stress I didn't even think of researching it so this is going back 10 years when you know Instagram people and Facebook groups and all that they just weren't around yeah no and also nobody was talking about it it was still this whole shame and oh you know women of a certain age except you weren't even that age no so you wouldn't even fall into that category so it just happened that I did then start putting a little bit of weight around my belly yeah I thought bloody I'm not having this yeah (laughs) not having menopausal weight gain (laughs) Well, I didn't know it was menopausal at the time, but I thought this is really bizarre. And I never really put weight around my stomach. It's always on my ass, on my thighs. You know? Yeah. <laughs> this like belly came out. I was like, oh, I don't like this. So I set off a whole journey of natural health because I thought I knew my stuff about nutrition and I'm still learning today. And this is what I think is really important for any nutritionist that's out there that you are going to work with. They need, even if they don't agree with certain methods, they need to be aware of them because things are changing all the time. Yeah. So, and there are updates constantly and every doctor sings from a different hymn sheet as far as nutrition's concerned. Absolutely. So you, if there was one main consensus, that would be great. I mean, and there is one main consensus, it's it's sugar, you know, sugar Mm. really. I don't think you've got any nutritionist worth their salt recommending sugar. <laughs> I've just got a vision of somebody writing a prescription. You must have more sugar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, have some have some more sweets. Um, so I ended up booking on a whim a juice retreat, like a total whim. Um, I'd been on one in Thailand. So when I did my travels 18 months um when I was in my 30s, yeah. I'd gone on a health retreat in Thailand and it was a water fast basically for a week. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You know, you're in that traveling sort of phase. It was in Koh Samui. 
And it was a real, yeah, it was a real water fast. We had this broth at night. That was all we had, but we didn't, we couldn't actually chew the vegetables. They were all sort of like squashed through a sieve with loads of cayenne pepper. Right. I remember, I remember fainting a few times, not drinking enough water. Yeah. Yeah. But I felt, honestly, Lindsay, I felt just incredible at the end of the week. And it wasn't about, yeah. And it's, this is what retreats and fasting for me is, is about. You just feel so clear. And it was amazing whilst I was there. God, I've not talked about this in ages. And whilst I was there in Thailand, how you detox your mind as well as such a deep water fast, you detox your brain. So loads of arguments or little things that have happened in the past would come to the surface, come to the forefront. You think, oh my God, I've not thought about that in years. Yeah. That would come up and that would come up. And it was really very, very, it was quite emotional. Oh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Um, it's quite an emotional week. So I knew when I was looking for something that I wanted to, to help my weight gain, I thought, God, if I could just go on another retreat again, but Kosamui was a bit far to travel. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I just found um, Jason Vale just retreat in Turkey and I just booked it and I took my mum. I said, right, mum, we're going on this juice retreat next May. And it was just transformational for me. It, again, felt fantastic. Four juices a day, walking, yoga, all the rest of it. Yeah. Just felt, you just, it's that time for you. Yes, You know, a week absolutely. for yourself where yeah. you're not, you're not looking after everybody else. You, mm. And you, you're not hungry. A lot, I was scared to death thinking, oh my God, do how much, how much can I pack in my suitcase that they don't find? You know, yeah. like nuts and dates and, and stuff. How much can <laughs> I stuff in, stuff in here? And at the welcome meeting, you've got to put all that in here. And I thought, I can bugger off. I'm keeping some in my room just in case I need it. I bet you weren't the first or the last. Yeah. And so that set off a whole journey on on natural health. And that's just how it all started. Wow. Um, Yeah. So how long ago was that? So that was in um, 2013, I think. 2013. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I decided to study it. Yeah. Uh, when I came back, I thought, you know what? I really do enjoy this. And I, funnily enough, when I traveled in Australia, I nearly stayed in Sydney. Yeah. And I nearly signed up to do a naturopathic medicine course because it was right. something that always got my interest. Anyway, Tira was on the scene. So obviously he pulled me right back to France. <laughs> so I didn't get to do that. Didn't get the sunshine and Manly and Bondi Beach. I got the mountains instead. But I just thought, you know what, this looks really quite um, something that's up my street just to learn and just have a string to my bow. Yeah. So I I did that and carried on going on retreats, went, ran my own in Portugal. So um, did that a couple of years ago, actually, I did that in 2019, ran my own. My friend has a lovely one called Wildview Retreat in Portugal. Oh, wow. I managed to rent that from him and then took a load of ladies from here to do that because I am going to be running them from my own chalet now. But um, at the time, I just wanted the sun as well myself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just to get away and have a bit of a change of environment. Yeah. So that set off and that really, really helped me learning about um, nutrition. And then what I got into as well along the way was all about how to get rid of toxins from your home. Now, I had no idea how harmful um, your deodorant could be, how harmful your shampoo could be, your cleaning products. 
And the more I learned, the more horrified I got. Absolutely. Because I, because I thought, how the hell can they sell this on the shelf? And, you know, it's doing so much harm to our hormones. I know. And it also says things like, you know, natural and it's all. I mean, what was the one I guess it was advertised a lot when we were kids? Was it uh, Timothy or something like that? Oh, those those all sorts of, them. of brands that are all about. Yeah. Um, I hope the Timothy lawyers aren't going to come after me here. Um, <laughs> all about <laughs> natural health and mountain spring water and all the rest of it. And then, as you say, when you start digging into it, it is toxic. Awful. Absolutely awful. And I didn't realise how bad it was. And it was funny because every Christmas when I used to have to train my staff and I used to have to talk a lot, I would end up with laryngitis and bronchitis. I would end up quite poorly. We'd all have the winter colds, etc. And then through making these lifestyle changes of introducing more juices, taking away the toxins, you know, chucking everything away in my bathroom cabinet, going much more there was only one brand that I used got essential oils so I made all these changes and I felt so much better you know I really did help myself during those few years it was quite it was quite transformational and that is what led me into another business venture of network marketing which I'd never even considered before right but that's something that allowed me to say Lynn, you don't maybe have to live on a mountain for the rest of your life. You know, you don't have to. It gives you another solution to help yourself and reinvent yourself. You know, I'm not just Lindsay Shalimorzine that lives in that lives here in the mountains. I can be somebody else. So um, just allowed me to put that other string to my bow and and learn a lot. because I do like learning. I learn learned so much about social media, about myself and so much personal development. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think that's been really key in the journey is the personal development that I've done. How now I react differently to situations because I read so much around the subjects, I listen mm. to podcasts daily. So we weren't as personally developed 10 years ago. We didn't really no. well, I definitely wasn't anyway. And I, I wasn't really around people that talked about it. Yeah. I didn't get onto the you know self-help books I just thought you I thought you only bought self-help books if you were addicted if you've got addictions or if you've got a problem yeah you know I didn't I sort of classed it as the the self-help rather than as developing your mind developing your mindset developing your attitude and developing your characters so that you can react to situations differently because Everything that happens in life, isn't it? It's not about, it's about how we react to it and how we deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. And and as we train our mind to get better and to get stronger and to get more confident with ourselves, then we do end up having a much better quality of life because we're not, I mean, I'm still far from bloody perfect, Lindsay. You know, I still have my reactions and my outbursts. You know, don't get me wrong. The thing I love about that, though, is that's perfect as it is because, I mean, do you perceive perfect as being, well, actually, no, I don't have any emotions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because, yeah, I suppose no, you're right, yeah. You, you're human and that's the journey. But the journey yeah. is you don't let the emotions completely rule your life and take you over. Yeah. Because if you've armed yourself, armed yourself, educated yourself with um, more resources and different yeah. mindset, then you're in a completely different position to deal with whatever comes across your path. Yeah. 
you are you, you so you so are you, and it's just because I think the the whole thing about midlife, Lindsay, is that there are so much things that get thrown at us. I was at a wedding recently in Scotland, and I was talking to a, a lady there, a friend of mine, so gynecologist in Italy, and she was just saying the whole thing about women and how we just do we just do it, we just get yeah. on with it, we just have to manage it, we just take everything on our shoulders. And what happens in midlife to lots of us is that, you know, that if you've got children and the kids leave home or, you know, for us, for example, our eldest is now at university and our youngest, she's 15, but because because we live up a mountain, she has to board in the week. So Siri and I have suddenly found ourselves, just the two of us. Yeah. You've got parents that are getting older. Yeah. So luckily my parents are in, in good health. My dad's 80, my mom's 77, but lots of friends of mine are not in that same situation. They're having to, one of my friends has had to leave her job to look after both of her parents. Uh, Really, you know, really tragic situations. And we don't talk about that. We're not armed for that. No, we're not prepared to to take on everything that we've got to take on. Mm. Um, We've got the menopause thrown into the mix, the change, which is, we do change. Yeah. And, we, and I don't know about you, but good God, from 39 to 51, how that time has gone. You know, when you're in, thir- and you're in your late 30s, you've just like, it's how it feels to me. You've just left your 20s behind. So you've just, and I was a part animal, like massive, massive yeah. part well, animal. Well, I think if you're working in all the resorts as well. Huge, huge. I've always been a part animal, so is Terry. Um parties and out and about you know people wouldn't know you know me quoting health stuff these days and all that it just <laughs> me this the, the me today and the me of yesteryear was just not quite the same person yeah so but you know that's what you've got to do I've got no regrets whatsoever but you know you're in your late 30s and your 20s it still feel fairly near yes. you know because you've just left them and then you turn 40 and I think for me what happens is it's like that goes like a flash because generally with kids, you're very, very busy with all of that. You're really into the full throttles of work and bringing the kids up. And then this 50 hits and you think, shit, the next one's 60. Like, how the hell did you that know, happen? Like you, how, how you feel in your mind. Yeah. And I think that in that 10 year is, is just such a like a huge shift for me. That's how I perceive it. Yeah. A huge shift from being near your 20s to then. Oh my God! Is our next big party sixty? Retirement <laughs> that you measure your life d- d- between when the next big party is going to be. <laughs> that says a lot about you. <laughs> Anybody yeah. watching my last reel will just see that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It was fantastic. It was so cool. I've danced all my life, Lindsay. So it's just part of me is dancing, and yeah, awesome. you've got to have fun. And so yeah. I just think midlife is, is a conundrum of lots of things. And that's what Beryl, the gyne- my gynecologist friend, was saying. You know, we have to, as a woman, we just have to take on so much. Yes. And sometimes it pops. You know, I've had a very challenging time. I'll admit it, the last four months we sold our house. We've moved. We had another project on that's got blocked by some Brits. And I'm not going to go into that detail on a podcast, but it's very yeah. disturbing. And we've, you know, I think, God, what's going to happen? You know, you, yeah. you're making big decisions, aren't you, about your retirement plan, yeah. your job. Was when you're sort of that early 40s, everything just see, oh, it's all right. Do I have to make those decisions yet? 
No, I was going to say, and there's also is momentum. You were just caught up in everyday life because there was so much going on with kids, with work or whatever. It was just, you, you didn't have to, or you weren't forced to think anything longer term than, yeah. It was almost like school kind of, yeah. It, it, talking about it now, that's how it feels. It's almost like school held you all in this container. Yeah. And actually, wherever your kids were within that school, those school years, you were kind of bound by those uh, restrictions of when they graduate this school or that school or whatever. And then it's university. And you didn't really think beyond the kids being at university. No. Because that seemed like so far ahead. And all of a sudden now you're here. And as you say, there's all of this. I mean, from the energetic healing perspective, which is where I come from, it's all of this stuff has piled on and piled on and piled on. And now you've actually got the time to face it. Your body is doing a natural detox with the help of Mother Nature, which can be very uncomfortable. And you've you've also got the time to think about it which can also yeah. be very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it can have, you know, that extra time on your hands. And not that I have because I've got multiple businesses, but it's obviously given me time to concentrate more on launching myself into different things, much to the, yeah. you know, humour of my kids. Um, my, you know, mother's dancing around on TikTok. They're like, oh, my God. Um, but, you know, that's just how, how things go. But... <laughs> So tell, us, it's, about, it's, it's, tell us about your businesses now, because you've, I mean, certainly from the social media perspective, you look like you just have this, you've created this incredible life. So tell us, what does it actually look like from your perspective? Because you're clearly busy as a bee. I think for me, it's um, COVID definitely gave me the opportunity to delve more into where I'm going. What happened just to, on my health journey was that I, like I said, I'd done the juices, done the oils, the toxin free and was all, and, but I'm, I, I like to learn, I'm, you yeah. know, I'm open-minded to different things. And a friend of mine uh, talked about ketones and at first, you know, Lindsay, I just thought, Oh God, that sounds like a real, cause I was more going down the plant-based, you know, yeah. sort of uh, diet. And I just thought, Oh God, that just sounds like someone making bacon and egg look really healthy. And it's just not. So, right. you know, I didn't even know what ketosis was. I never even heard of it really, because yeah. something that keto just didn't float my boat at all. And then I looked into it and it took me a while to get my head around because I like to know all the ins and outs and yeah. the science behind it. So I thought, you know, what, this could be something really good for my mum because mum was getting a bit She'd always been on a, a diet all her life. And, and menopause is a really big story of ours in our family because mum had a, an ovarian cyst. Right. So she had an early menopause because she had a hysterectomy at 40. So, you know, put on to HRT, put weight on. She'd stopped smoking at the same time. So she never shifted it. And it knocked right. her confidence for her entire life. You know, yeah. this extra weight. So I thought, you know, this would be really great for mum. For, to try and she was like oh god what's this now and yeah, you know yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I said look <laughs> yeah so she loved the juices she loves all this but I think the thing is it's trying to integrate something into your life that's very easy yeah and the problem that you have with juicing as much as I love it is the time it's yeah. the prep it's the buying of the fruit and veg it's the sorting it out and it goes in fits and starts so this for me was something that would be quite more, much more simple for mum. Yeah. 
and I bought it, got a 10-day trial. My mum tried it, I tried it. And at first I nearly spat it out. I thought, oh my God, that's so sweet. Um, oh. And then I, ju- then I just laughed at her and I went, I said, oh, mum. I said, never mind. I said, we've bought 10 days worth of this. I said, well, we'll just drink it. I said, it's fine, you know, well, we'll just give it a go. And then actually we realised we'd not put enough water in, so I've not even followed the instructions properly. That's why it was so sweet. <laughs> and um, so we would started drinking it, and I just felt, started feeling really, really good. Now, I've naturally got quite a lot of energy, but what I really suffered with was mood, Lindsay, I'll be honest, you know, um Instagram probably gets the best of me and Facebook and that you know because I can be a right miserable bugger at right. times you well just snappy yeah you know um, I like things to go my way and I yeah. can be a bit of a snappy ass if I right. don't if think I'm, I'm a Leo I'm a bossy bossy person so I like things to go my way so if things that I'm like oh you know and I can, I can be moody and everybody always said I think it's something from I'd always suffered from PMT Right. Always suffered from PMT. Mum was always, when I was younger, throwing those flipping, what was it, sunflower capsules at me. What do we call the evening primnote? Oh, evening primnote. <laughs> you need some yeah. of that. Yeah. Get some of that down. You drink, you know, have some of those capsules. <laughs> so mood has, always, <laughs> mood has always been an issue. And I think still in menopause, you still get that in postmenopause. I'm in seven years postmenopause now, but you still get that mood, yeah. I think, monthly. So it just completely transformed me from a wow. mood point of view. Absolutely phenomenal. But then when you know the ingredients and how it works, so how it works is it's brain health. So people mix it up all the time, Lindsay, and this is what's really frustrating because they think it's a diet. They think, oh, right. this is just a supplement that you take and it's, it's going to stop your appetite and stop you eating and you lose weight. Well, appetite suppressant happens naturally yeah. Because it actually regulates all your hormones, but it actually feeds your brain. We're fed with either glucose or ketones. And the more you learn about Alzheimer's, the more people learn about lots of different things like that, making no medical claims, by the way, yeah. um, just put a disclaimer in there. But the more you learn, the more if you go to the doctors, they will talk about how important it is to be have a fuel source of ketones. So huh. whether that comes from the diet which is 75% fats, 20% proteins, 5% carbs. So it's not the Atkins diet. People confuse that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's one one way of getting into ketosis, but it's tough. So through me drinking ketones in the morning, I have water, drink my ketones, and then I have a low-carb lunch because sugar isn't good for you and it's not good for us in menopause. There's a lovely lady on Instagram called the Menopause Nutritionist. Right. And she made a post the other day that she got – hammered at because she said is your bowl of porridge as healthy as you think it is and it's not because it's full of sugar you know the the sugars that are in there are actually for menopausal women a better choice would be eggs and salmon and avocado yeah you know if you're looking at the fats and the proteins and the things that we need so it was a whole it's been a whole switch of like oh my god I thought it was all about beans and lentils and you know, which which are healthy. You know, everything's in moderation, isn't it? It's yeah, just absolutely. But the refined sugars of potatoes and rice and, and stuff like that is something that we need to be aware of. So drinking ketones for me has been just quite simply transformational. Mum lost her weight. She she went from climbing up the stairs on her knees to running up the stairs. Oh my so, goodness. 
yeah, it's, she has a very powerful testimonial. I've done a little, I've got a little video of it. Yeah. So she has been transformed. And the majority of women that I speak to in going through this menopausal stage, ketones help you with sleep, brain mm. fog, fat loss, muscle preservation, because we lose muscle, uh, skin, digestion, energy, mood. It's all of those things. So for me, it's such an all-in-one package. Mm. You know, you drink that in the morning and you can have a caffeine-free one in the afternoon. You are going to have really be helped in getting your hormones regulated, your brain is fed. And when your brain's fed, it can tell the rest of your body what it needs to happen. So it makes Mm. sense. It's perfect sense. It's about brain health and longevity. So my question, just like so many of us, don't know, didn't know about menopause, perimenopause, all yeah. the rest of it. And it's just yeah. not talked about. Yet, as you say, when you learn about it, it makes so much sense. And then, you know, it's like these light bulbs are go- going off going, oh, of course. Yeah. So how come ketones? That's not public knowledge. Or maybe it is. And I'm just really behind the curve living under a rock. I don't know. No, it's, it's Why incredibly is it not public new. Knowledge? It's incredibly new, Lindsay. We're trying to get, get the message out. We've, we've not fully launched in Europe yet. So, and it's still yet to launch in the UK. So exogenous ketones have been used by lots of companies for a long time, but they were not able, you couldn't bring it to the market. Pure ketones tasted disgusting. Right. Like absolutely vile, the pure ketone ester. So this is something that there were certain companies that would provide like Tour de France cyclists with athletes because that really helps to enhance performance. But you couldn't really take it to the market. It was so expensive and tasted disgusting. So we've managed to bring it to the market in America now. It's the, the research and the and the doctors are phenomenal. She's it's all science-based. So yeah. the doctors, the variety of doctors involved, Dr. Mary, Mary Newport, Ryan Lowry, Dr. Ken Ford, Dr. Daniel Amen was on a, one of our conferences recently. So all these brain guys, these amazing people are behind it. So right. it's all science-based, incredibly natural, naturally fermented. And it's the only one on the market because a lot of stuff is when something's cheap, it generally doesn't work. So yeah, yeah. It's kind of cheap, filtered down. This, exactly. This cheaper stuff um, that say it's, it's, they won't get you into ketosis. I drink ketones every morning and within 59 minutes, my body is in natural state of ketosis. And how does and that, that feel when you're in a natural feel, state of ketosis? What is that feeling? Just feels fantastic. In I just feel energized. Feel energized. I feel positive. And the testimonial that I've just did recently, one of my uh, ladies, she started drinking on the third of November. She went, "Oh my god, I just feel so positive. I feel great. I've got energy." So you want to go out and do exercise. You want to eat better. Your hormone nice. levels, your leptin and ghrelin levels, are, are you know are, are much better. So you make better choices. So, right. And you sleep better. So when you're sleeping better, naturally, you're not going to jump on the sugar. So it's a whole sort of, it gets you out of this. Well, it helps to get you out of this vicious cycle that we yeah. find ourselves in, in menopause. I mean, my husband is an ultra trail runner. Oh, wow. So he, okay. he ran the ultra trail of Mont Blanc in August. He takes ketones for performance mm. and for helping him to have a, have a fuel source when his glucose levels are depleted straight into his system. So Athletes use it a lot. Men use it a lot. My daughters drink them for, you know, focus, particularly around exams. My 
daughter's got acne, so she drinks them for that. So it's for everyone. Wow. But I but I like to think of for menopause because it hits all those things really, really quickly, yeah. all in one. When I was doing essential oils, I'd be having to go take an oil for that, do that for this, do that for that, and for juices, do that for, you know, it was, it's confusing. Yeah, it's a lot. So it's a lot to take in. So if all I can say to someone is get up in the morning, don't worry about breakfast, drink some water, shake your ketones, Drink your ketones over 30 minutes and then have a low carb lunch at lunchtime. Most women, particularly busy mums, can manage that because it's actually quite a help. So, um, and that's where that's the whole thing has just started um, from two years ago from me. Yeah, just over two years ago now from trying ketones. So, So you've got the ketone business. Yeah. You've got the chalet business. Yep. You're on social media. Yep. What else is going on? Because you sound quite busy. <laughs> uh, building a house. So we're currently doing house plans. We've got one uh, house plans we've got to put in uh, next week and we're renovating. So um, a lot of interior wow. design and stuff like that. So I have to be involved in, you know, I've got a lot better over the years, Lindsay, at interior design. I wasn't, it wasn't my forte in the beginning, but when you're an entrepreneur, you have to be a jack of all trades, don't you? So yeah. taking on a chalet, I didn't know it's what wood to choose, what doors to choose, what flooring to choose. Yeah. All this was like an absolute minefield, as now it's pretty much. Now you know, know what to do. Yeah, and it's fun. I enjoy it. So hopefully think, we'll be able to build our other house and, um, yeah, get into I that. I think you've so, hit the nail on the head. That it's fun. I enjoy it. And that yeah. surely should be at the, the base of any project that you now take on. I enjoy all of it, Lindsay. Exactly. There's nothing. The only thing I've ch- I've changed recently in the last few years is that doing the chalet as a catered business was tough. Yeah. Because it wasn't in my control. I'd set off this podcast telling you I'm I'm a bossy person and I'm a control freak. So <laughs> when I'm having to when I'm having to employ chefs and rely on staff to do my job that I did in the beginning in the early years, um, it's difficult if they don't meet my standards. Right. So um, I did have an amazing chef the last few years, but it was just stressful. And a lot of the stress came from having to provide this gourmet evening meal with wine, different wines, different menus. Kids didn't eat this, vegans, all that sort of stuff. So um, it was difficult. So I decided to go self-catered because I wasn't getting joy from the catering side. So we've gone self-catered. And that's allowed me to develop more on my other businesses. But all the social media and everything, it's all about developing you, really. It is, uh, it's not, absolutely. It, it's just, it's not really about being, you know, someone said, oh, you're trying to be an influence. It's, it's not that. It's you've got to get your message across. So naturally, you want to get your message across to as many people as possible. So you do want your audience to increase, but it's not about being a, I mean, you know, a fancy influencer or something. It's just about, Sharing the positivity. Oh, and one thing to it's funny, you forget how your message affects other people. I got recognized in the theater in London. Oh, hysterical, absolutely hysterical. We were in London with my parents um, for my dad's 80th birthday, took him down there when I got finally got to see them after two years. And there was a lady in the theater, and I was sat next to her, and she just said, are you Lindsay from Instagram? (laughs) 
I said, I said, well, I am called Lindsay and I am on Instagram, but I'm not sure if I'm, you know, again, we, we sort of play ourselves down, don't yeah. we? I said, oh, I'm not, not, I'm not sure I'm the Lindsay that you're thinking of. She went, you live in France. What are you doing here? I was like, <laughs> oh my God. And she just said to me, your reels, your posts make me smile. They make me happy. Um, thank you so much. And I just thought, you do forget, and this is for a message for any entrepreneur that's out there thinking, thinking they've got imposter syndrome or that nobody's watching. You forget how many people do watch. Yeah. And you do forget how many lives you can impact just by sharing your message. And I think the more people that you can spread the positivity to and say that life isn't over at menopause, yes. it is a magical time, Lindsay. It's a time of change. It's a time of reinvention. Yeah, it's a time of taking stock, but it's also a time, as Gary Vaynerchuk said, you know, we're not we're not over it at fifty. We yeah. have got you know a good thirty odd, hopefully forty years again ahead of us to reinvent ourselves. We've just got to have the courage to do it. So yeah, absolutely. Wow. Well, on that note, uh, I think we'll call it a day. <laughs> that was absolutely beautiful. Thank you for rounding it up. I don't need to. <laughs> No worries, Lindsay. No worries. It was a pleasure to uh, speak to you and allow me to share because I haven't really shared all that for a a long time. So uh, yeah, maybe I need to share it more. So super special. So Lindsay, Lindsay for Instagram, how can people find you? (laughs) So I am on Instagram. So it's Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, J Rodriguez um, on Instagram and Lindsay Rodriguez on Facebook. I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn and at the moment, in French, I'm on TikTok. I've got to create another channel in English because the French side of it is going mad because we have this conversation in English, but the conversation in French is so lacking. So really? I'd, Interesting. So lacking. So to say about what other businesses, I'm having to do exactly everything that I have to do in English in French, and I'm just starting that. So, um, wow. Yeah. So that's quite, it's quite a challenge, but yeah, that it's obvious TikTok. TikTok went from zero to 20,000 in French like that, talking about menopause. So um, wow. I just need to hone in on that. So I've, I've had to pull back because I haven't got all the material in French and the stuff to give to them, which sounds rubbish, but I don't want people coming to me and I'm feeling overwhelmed. So I've yeah. just got to, st- I'm, I'm recreating um, a new lead magnet um, and things, a little PDF for people to to download and, and to have some tips to get onto my email list. So that's all something new that I hadn't done before. Again, imposter syndrome. Who am I to do it? Oh, you know, absolutely. People. But you just have to do it because someone out there is waiting for your message. So you've just yeah. got to get out and share it. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for sharing it with us today. And it's absolutely joyful that we've chatted. I love, love that. I'm so grateful that we've connected. And thank Lovely. you for sharing Yeah, your positivity, your optimism and your experience. Lovely. It was a pleasure, Lindsay. Thank you very much for having me. What did you think of the show today? If you've enjoyed it, please leave a review on whatever podcast platform that you're listening on. Also, you can come and join us at the Facebook group for The Magical Midlife. And if you're on Instagram, I'm under Lindsay DeSwart, where you will find the podcast being released there every Wednesday. I really look forward to seeing you there and hearing your comments and any questions. And please come over to the Instagram account or to the Facebook group where you will find downloads and free gifts to help you lead your most magical midlife. See you there.